Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to The Best Bits with Alice and Lily. I'd like to recognize the traditional owners of the land in which I am recording this podcast on today and to extend my respects to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Hi, everyone. Uh, before we get into this, I just want to do a quick trigger warning. Uh, as you may have guessed from the title of this episode, I'm going to be talking about OCD today. Uh, if that's triggering for you at this time, please just feel free to skip this episode. I absolutely understand. Uh, I also just want to say that this is just my experience of OCD and I can really only speak from that perspective um, as it's something that honestly shows up really differently for everyone. Uh, there's a few, you know, common characteristics, um, but yeah, it shows up in a variety of ways. But having said that, uh, let's get into it. So essentially, um, I, like maybe you and, and many people, grew up thinking that OCD was when you were just like really neat and you liked things in order. You know, people would say all the time, I'm just so OCD. And people still say that, which kind of baffles me. But anyway, um, and it's misinformation like this, I guess, that kind of caused me to just feel so weird growing up. And genuinely thought there was something wrong with me that I like needed to be very ashamed about. So here is my story with OCD. Um, when I was little, I, I reckon probably the earliest I can remember it, it's probably like five years old. Um, and my family and I would, uh, call what I did like my little habits and so for instance I would have to close like all the drawers in the house um and these are just the ones I can remember I had like a a routine before I went to bed of 
checking under the bed and out the window a certain amount of times. I don't know, I guess for like kidnappers or something. Um, I had a few different like body ticks uh, that I would have to do. And then I guess things would just like come up during the day as well. So say for instance, if I was walking down like a path and there was those little um, like poles on, on the side of a path or something, if I touched one of them, I would then have to touch like every single pole. So it was just like stuff like that that was so time-consuming and so exhausting. Um, and I'm wondering if as you're listening to this, you're like, oh, my God, I did that too. But I'd be super interested to know. Um, anyways, this was like 20 years ago. So there wasn't really much in, I guess, mainstream society about things like OCD. And if there was, I guess it was more just like the stigma, like having to be really neat, like that Jack Nicholson movie where he can't like step on a crack kind of thing. Um, And so, like I said, my family just called them like my habits and I would just call them my habits. And it was kind of just like a funny thing that we would laugh about. Um, But the thing is, I guess like with compulsive behavior um, comes compulsive thoughts as well. So what I didn't tell my family ever, and I think I've only honestly told like my mum and my partner like not that long ago, um, was that I thought that if I didn't do these things, like these little habits, that something really bad would happen to one of my family. Um, one of my family members and I genuinely believe that. So I, I felt like I had to do these things or something bad would happen. And I felt so embarrassed by this that I never told, yeah, I never told anyone. Um, and it was so, so consuming. I remember actually at school as well, I had this compulsion that after every lunch break, I would have to ask my friends if I had something in my teeth, even if I knew that I didn't. And like, they would laugh at me every time. And there was so many things that I would get laughed at about. Um, but I, I couldn't stop it. I didn't, I didn't feel as though it, I could just stop it. That seemed like impossible. Um, and then as I got older, I guess like teenage years, the compulsions kind of got a lot less. Like I would still have a few things like some body ticks and stuff, but I kind of thought it was gone. Like I thought that was just kind of like a phase. Um, and then I guess, you know, with what we know about OCDs, we know it's not a phase. Um, and then later in, in my teenage years, I, as many of you know, um, developed anorexia. Um, and just like a hyper fixation on the way I looked as well as relationship OCD. Um, and I kind of just thought these were all individual, very separate things that, you know, the, the habits were the habits that anorexia was anorexia and they're all just like completely separate and different. And it wasn't until my mum clicked on and she went like, 
okay, I think you might have OCD. And she was the first person that ever said that to me, which was life-changing for me. Um, Just having that almost like um, kind of like feeling like you – I was seen for the first time because I think for a very long time and it makes me like quite emotional to speak about it. I felt like, like no one saw me and that I was just like the weirdest person in the whole entire world. And that was liberating for me because it allowed me to get like the help that I actually needed. So two things really, really helped me. Um, Hypnotherapy was the best thing I ever did for my eating disorder honestly, it saved my life. Um, and then medication as well. So, because even after, you know, I overcame my eating disorder with hypnotherapy, I still had OCD in some forms, you know, that's not just something that leaves you. It's, it's not a phase. Um, and then another thing I guess is, is that point of being seen. I think having, particularly I guess my mum's support in that, that sh- she could see that it was it was something else, that it wasn't just those separate things and the support of my family was massive. Um, and I guess that's why I, I, I believe in, you know, such a, a well-rounded, holistic approach to I guess self-development and healing um, because, you know, I wouldn't be here without any of those things. You know, I needed I needed the hypnotherapy, I needed the support from my family, I needed the medication, and I needed them all like very much equally. Um and so I'm so grateful, I guess, that we do live in a society that all of those things, you know, are available to us. But also that we have so much more access and so much more knowledge about mental health and disorders. Um that it's kind of like within our vocabulary now the the issues that we do face and they're not just there's not just stigmas around them and there's not just something embarrassing to talk about because i know like that if i had of one if i had of told my parents without that embarrassment and that shame they would have gotten me the help that i needed like asap um and I also know that if if they had the knowledge that, you know, we have now around OCD, something that really wasn't spoken about, you know, they probably would have noticed it earlier and gotten me help, but it just wasn't really a thing then. Like I, I, I don't even remember talking about mental health with people like until, you know, not, you know, like 10 years ago or something. Like it's just really didn't feel like a thing. So I'm so grateful that we live in this society that we do now. I also hundred percent believe that everything happens for a reason. And as much as, you know, having OCD has really like been quite troublesome for my life, I feel like I wouldn't take any of it back because it's all led me, you know, to where I am now and that like I, I get to help people with the same stuff, you know, anxieties, eating disorders, relationship anxiety, like I get to help people with that now and that's so cool and I wouldn't be doing that if I hadn't gone through it first. So I wouldn't take any of it back. But I feel like what's been huge for me is actually acknowledging 
that this is something that I, I have. And I only really, I think I saw a psychologist like oh, even just a few years ago just to talk about some stuff and I asked him, I was like, do you th- like with, you know, what, what I went through and, and everything, do you think that was OCD? And he confirmed to me that like, yes. And I think it was only that moment where I was like, oh, like I actually felt, I guess, like seen and acknowledged and it's something that like, yeah, it still brings me like a lot of emotions because I don't think it's like the actual OCD that causes me to feel emotional when I talk about it. I think it's the fact that I felt so alone and so um, weird and ashamed, which yeah, I think that's what kind of causes the emotion in me is like I just feel sorry for like my younger self that I had to like or that I thought that that was something to be ashamed of because it's just so not. It's so not. And if you are, you know, going through that or you've been through that or, you you know, this resonates with you in any way, like, yeah, hopefully, you know, through this and through, you know, the society that we live in now that you're so not alone and that getting help in whatever way that is for you, um, I would love to help you if, if you know, you feel that's right. But if, you know, it's psychology or, or whatever it is that you want to do, do it. And there is, yeah, there's so much um, happiness to be had once you, you know, work through this stuff. And, it you know, some things, you know, of, of it never leave you. Like I still have a few little compulsions and stuff that I notice sometimes but to me I'm so aware of them now it's it's a bit funny to me but yeah so I'm I'm so glad that I've gotten to this this point and you know if you're struggling you will too but I'm really glad that I've had the chance to do this episode because it's not something I speak about a lot not because of embarrassment or anything I just think I just don't speak about it a lot Um, but I was recently interviewed on a podcast specifically about OCD and like, I felt so emotional in that interview. So it kind of made me think, all right, I probably need to speak about this a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed this. Um, also Alice and I, last night we, um, released our second book club. So the second book for our book club is Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty and it is going to be so, so good. A fair few people actually um, voted for this book and, and asked if we could do it for our second book and I've read it. It's amazing. We do it over six weeks. Um, you will really, really enjoy it if you choose to come and all of the details will be in uh I'll put it in the show notes as well as our Instagram bios. Um, But, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.